Hello and welcome back to The Average Shepherd. I'm your host, Deacon Sam, and thank you for tuning in today. So we're up to Wednesday in the 16th week of Ordinary Time. I couldn't come up with an edgy title for this homily, so it's just called The Parable of the Sower. And today we're reading from the Gospel of Matthew. So let's begin. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus left the house and sat by the lakeside. But such large crowds gathered round him that he got into a boat and sat there. The people all stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables. He said, Imagine a sower going out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell on the edge of the path, and the birds came and ate them. Others fell on patches of rock where they found little soil, and sprang up straight away because there was no depth of earth. But as soon as the sun came up, they were scorched. And not having any roots, they withered away. Others fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Others fell on rich soil and produced their crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Listen, anyone who has ears. The Gospel of the Lord. In the verses that immediately follow today's gospel, Jesus' disciples ask him a question. They say, Why do you speak to them in parables? To which Jesus responds, I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. For this people's heart has grown dull, and their ears are heavy of hearing, and their eyes have closed, lest they should perceive with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn for me to heal them. This tells us that Jesus desperately wants his message of repentance, forgiveness, love, and salvation to break through and heal us and transform our lives. Not just a cultural Christianity which keeps us busy on a Sunday morning, but a radical transformative faith that colors and shapes everything we do. But Jesus knew then what is still true today that if he explained every teaching in its plainest sense, then those with hardened hearts could reject it outright if they didn't like what they were hearing in the moment. To speak in parables, therefore, is a mercy to those of us with hardened hearts. Because of their cryptic nature, parables force us to mull over their meaning, to stop and reflect on them, to consider how they apply to ourselves and to others. By engaging in this way, we may discover the seeds of truth growing within ourselves rather than having them thrust upon us or having the truth thrust upon us in its totality when we're personally unable to bear it. Even still, the truth of the gospel can't force its way into our hearts. It requires a certain attitude of faith if it is to flourish and bear the fruits of Christian virtue in our lives. The different attitudes of faith are described by the four types of soil in Jesus' parable. And while these might apply to different people that we may know, they can just as easily apply to the different stages of our own lives, and only we can be the judge of where we're at now. First, there are the seeds that fall in the path, because sometimes we're so caught up in the culture of the world the 24-hour news cycle, the busyness of our work, different streams of entertainment and our own personal commitments, that the voice of God is snatched away before we even know it was there. 
Then there's the rocky soil. We like the general idea of being Catholic and the nice feelings it brings and some aspects of the community life. But we get awfully uncomfortable when the church's teachings challenge our politics, our business dealings, or our moral lives. So we force the weight of our own ideas onto the faith until we mistake our own will for the will of God. Third are the thorns that choke our faith, those scandals and upsets in the church at the local and universal level that annoy us and hurt us the most. The faith is choked when we allow these things to drive us to gossip, to division, to anger, and ultimately to confusion and doubt. The goal, of course, is to adopt in our heart the final attitude of the rich soil. To hear the word of God and accept it. To seek the will of God and submit our lives to it in the form of our vocation. To regularly converse with him in silence and vocal prayer. To be generous in sharing what we have. To run to him to receive his healing mercy and love in the sacraments of the Eucharist and confession. And to extend that same mercy and love to our neighbor. In other words, to let the gospel of repentance, forgiveness, love and salvation to take root in our heart and bear fruit in our lives. We're all currently stuck in the middle of a COVID lockdown and we don't know when it's going to end. And although we can't gather in person at the church at this time, maybe we could try to make use of this time to till the soil of our own hearts. To ask ourselves the question, what is our fundamental attitude to the Christian faith? How does the gospel inform our daily lives? Not in some general fluffy sense, but specifically. How can we make more room for God in our heart? Let's pray for the inspiration to answer those questions. Lord God, send your Holy Spirit into the hearts of your people so the light of your truth may slowly dawn in our minds. Comfort us in this time of pandemic and use the solitude it brings as an opportunity to draw us into greater intimacy with you. As we pray the prayer of spiritual communion today, we ask that you conform our mind and heart to yours so that we might be ever more faithful witnesses of your gospel in the world. We ask this in your holy name, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.